Listener Production. Has your child ever been bullied? How did you deal with it? Bullying is damaging for children mainly because it affects their confidence, their self-esteem. And we should remember children have the right to learn and play in a healthy and safe environment. Today on Feed, Play, Love, how to help your child when they've been bullied. Feed, Play, Love with Siobhan Hunt. As a parent, one of our main instincts is to protect our children. We want to keep them safe, happy and content. And when our child is being bullied, those protective instincts come to the fore. So, how should we intervene? And how can we help our little ones to stand up for themselves without fighting fire with fire? Derek McCormick is the director of the Raising Children Network, and he's my guest on Feed, Play, Love. Hi, Derek. Welcome. Hi. It's great to be here. What are some of the ways in which young children tend to be bullied? For younger children, it tends to be interacting with other young children who are still learning how to socialize. So they're still learning how to make friends. And at that early stage of life, uh, there can be aggression or some argy-bargy between children. But when it comes to bullying, we have to be clear that what bullying is, if this starts to happen, is the kind of deliberate and repeated events where unkind things are being done or unkind things are being said. So when that's what we're, we think is happening, then we're talking about bullying. Not all children can necessarily verbalise that they're being bullied. What signs should we be looking for? It's true. Uh, not all children can have a deep conversation about these things at a younger age. Things that parents can look out for uh, are, for example, children being you know, not really that willing to go to the environment, be it preschool or, or early school. Maybe they're talking a lot about having tummy aches or not wanting to go or, you know, a parent can quite often tell that a child is, is showing some refusal and can then maybe guess maybe something's happening at, at school or at the preschool that's causing this. The other thing that parents can do when they're looking out for, for concerns is, is do listen Uh, ask your child open questions, even if they're quite young, and just listen to what they say carefully and give them as much space as they need to tell you about what's happening. Because it it might be small little mentions about what happens during play that help you understand that there might be bullying going on. For younger children who aren't all that verbal, it's really about watching the behaviour and trying to spot if they are essentially not really wanting to be in that space. So when you say open questions, should that be something just as simple as how did you spend your morning or what was it like at daycare or kindy today? Exactly. So first thing when talking with a child about about the day or, and wondering if there might be bullying is to give it space. Uh, so give your child some your full attention in a quiet space when you when you have that moment and ask simple questions. So simply, so what, what was happening today? What did you do today? What, was, what games did you play today? It's things that a child will be able to respond to. And then in those responses, you can be keeping an eye out for anything that might indicate some negative interaction. The other thing when talking to children around this kind of topic is to stay calm. Uh, mm-hmm. That's always a good thing. <laughs> 
stay calm and carry on, as they say, in the uh, with the conversation. That does a couple of things for your child. One, it lets them stay calm and they can maybe share more easily what's what's going on. The other thing is it shows them that even if there is something negative happening, uh, it shows them that you're you're good at solving problems and you can stay calm and they can learn from you about exploring a problem in a calm way. I have a few things I want to ask you about that particular response. Um, I think one of the most challenging things about your child being bullied is that idea of staying calm, or at least to try and retain some emotional distance from it. Because I know you're a father and it's it's so incredibly hard to separate mm. yourself from your child's pain. Um, and sometimes I think bullying in particular feels insidious because most of us understand what it's like to be in a school environment or um, some alien environment far from home where we haven't been treated that well. Mm. So we can really, I find anyway, if my child's going through it, I can really empathize with where they're at. So it can be very challenging to true. Keep, it's very that, true. keep calm, as you say. Indeed, and we we feel that protective instinct, and the and we also empathise because we, as you say, we probably have experienced something like that ourselves. The thing uh, that might help parents to keep in mind is uh, rather than the you know the, the instinct to empathise and uh, protect because that is there already. Another thing that can be helpful is to ask yourself, what would I have liked if I was speaking to somebody about? about a negative experience and it's likely you would like that that person that 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 person who's there to help you uh kind of stay level-headed uh be be calm themselves while they're finding out what's going on for you and offering that kind of pillar that kind of solid support while you're in that space of of, of upset or fear mm. so it's a little bit like self-compassion you know we say with self-compassion is Speak to yourself the way you would speak to a good friend. And this is a little a little similar and a little different. So speak to your child and listen to your child in the way that you would like someone to be speaking to you if they were going to help you. And, and the other message here that, that can help uh, keep, keep our own emotions on track is to hold in mind the idea that bullying is, is hard to handle. It's a tricky thing to handle. But the adults are here to help. Mm-hmm. And that can be a great message for a child to get, uh, even though you're inside, you're feeling that anguish and maybe a bit of, uh, you know, a strong sense that I want to, I want to do more. You are stepping in, you are taking steps and you are there to help, but you're, you're offering that help with a reassuring calmness that your child probably really needs to see. When you say, maybe think about what you would have liked to here in a similar circumstance. I think I would want a plan. I would think I'd want to know that there were steps my grown-up would be taking in order to help resolve the situation. That can be confusing it on another level for parents because we're not there, often we're not there when the bullying is happening. Do you have any advice on what steps we should take if we think our child's being bullied? Yeah, indeed I do. So, so when it comes to the situation being understood, and yes, there is bullying happening. Um, first thing to do is, as I've said, have that have a chat or or let your child know 
that you're in a calm way that you know what's happening and praise them for for letting you know or uh, offer them encouragement for sharing if that's what they've done so they feel safe in that sharing and uh, the other thing is to and this gets to your idea about a plan is to make it clear that you're going to help because it is important that parents step in here this isn't about something you let sit you do step in it's a serious thing bullying so you you are going to step in let your child know that you you're going to help and so is perhaps the teacher uh, who you will talk to uh, and then also let them know that grown-ups are here to help and we're going to we're going to help with the situation and they don't need to worry about the person who's bullying uh, and what they what they might do they may not even know that the parents are helping or that the adults are helping but the adults are here to help uh, the other thing that parents can do in those early stages is to keep giving their child lots of love and support at home. Uh, w- remind them that you're talking on taking some action around the bullying issue and thanking them again for sharing if they've done that. Keep supporting them. Keep keep the, the conversation going and the support strong while you're taking those steps. So when it comes to those steps, that's really between the adults. So finding a time, again, in, a, in, in the right moment to speak with perhaps a teacher or a carer, the care worker in that setting to just explore it a bit more, understand what has been going on. And in that interaction, again, there's this notion of staying calm. So we're not getting angry or accusatory, mm. uh, we're, but we are being assertive. You know, we're saying, I'd really like to, to know what's happening. And I thought we could have a chat. Uh, so I could learn what you know about this. It seems like bullying to me. What can we do? Uh, what, could, what could be a good next step? Are there any things we can be teaching our children on the home front so that they're a bit more resilient to bullying? As you mentioned, it's not, an act, it's not something that you would let lie. You want to change it. You want to stop it, definitely. But it's not necessarily a quick fix. So while you're trying to sort that problem out for your child, is there anything we can be teaching them so that they're mm. feeling a little bit more safe and confident at school? Yeah, there is, and and this kind of it kind of speaks to a bigger a bigger topic around resilience and what what helps with resilience. But on the so we'll get to that. But on bullying itself, a couple of things can help. One is. Uh, talk about bullying like like you would talk about any other problem and problems can be solved uh problems we can look at the different ideas to solve a problem and it can be solved so so that's one thing children can look at bullying and see it as a problem that can be worked out with help the other thing that parents can do to help with that you know children becoming a little more sturdy or resilient is to remind them that they they don't need to stand up for themselves they don't have to always stand up for themselves they can get help while they're trying to stand up for themselves. Uh, so again, that reminds kids that adults are there to help when it's a complex situation like bullying. It's not an easy thing to resolve. So for you know more broadly, for this idea of resilience and how we build that in children, mainly the way it gets built is through warm, caring relationships mixed with developing problem-solving skills. You know, and then mm. mixed with mixed with a nice environment at school and in the community, uh, and then there's a couple of other things that help with resilience, like feeling safe to try new things, 
you know, take a little risk here and there when you're playing because it, it, trying new things helps build your own self uh, confidence and your resilience. So there's a number of things that help with the bigger picture of resilience, but at the heart of it is really good relationships with at least one or two important adults in your life. Once your child goes to daycare or school, you can start to form relationships with the other parents in your cohort. That leads to another level of complexity when dealing with bullying because you might be friends with that child's parent or you might know who they are and so might feel an obligation to speak to them. Is that a step we should take? Because I have been told uh, by other parenting experts that parents should not ever talk to another parent about their child bullying their kid because it never ends well. Well, I'll tell you uh, one thing for sure, and this is based on our own evidence messages on, on Raising Children Network. One thing that certainly doesn't make things, usually does not make things better, is trying to contact the child. <laughs> That's something you would... <laughs> yeah. so, but when it comes to parents, uh, talking to parents, look, again, it's, it, it often will make the situation worse. It's likely to, uh, rather than discuss it with the setting where the bullying is happening, uh, because that's where we have early care workers or teachers who are actually trained in um, dealing with the situation. Now, if the bullying is happening and happening outside of that setting, and it's it's happening in a home setting between friends, and then you're in that situation where you're thinking, how do I raise this with this other adult? That's a negotiation between two adults who hopefully can remain calm and talk about something that I'm seeing this. I don't know if you are. Uh, that's that's more of an adult to adult mediated conversation, if you like. But more more safely is, is, is if we're dealing with a third party and who has some experience in dealing with bullying. So when it comes to friends, it really will be a case by case basis. It can make the situation worse. You might want to seek support in having the conversation. Are there any no-go zones when it comes to how parents should respond to bullying? I think you mentioned one there. Do not go and try and (laughs) confront the child yourself. That's. um, I would hope that most parents know that, but let's just put it out there. Are there any other things? Well, one one uh, is a bit of a no-brainer, and that is it's not a it's not a good idea to hope it just gets better and and sort of let it sit. I've had a chat with my child. I think there's bullying. I'll I'll just see how things progress. That's probably a no-go area. It's it's a, it is a serious thing, and it is important to step in in some way and let your child know that there that adults um, can help with that situation so there'd be that uh, alongside yeah not not trying to contact the bully and and sort it out between parent and bully um <laughs> aside from that i think the only other kind of no-go area in terms of handling bully would be to cir- you know, to to ignore the supports around you so I, it's really recommended that you can have a chat with your gp you can have a chat with a health worker who you see often uh, there the range of professionals who are connected to the school and to you and your child are all there, uh, not just for uh, the everyday uh, kind of queries. They're there for these conversations too. So talking about other resources, you just mentioned a few different people we could talk to. 
Is there anywhere else parents can go? Yeah, we'd, we'd recommend having a, a proper look through the material online with Raising Children Network. We've been developing content there for, for 15 years around behaviour and development of children. Uh, and they could also grab the, the Raising Healthy Minds app. That, that's an app for parents, which literally uh, exists for free for parents to ask a question and get, get some very quick and, and easy answers to that question around supporting children, especially children's emotions and behaviours. So, uh, yeah, Raising Children Network or the Raising Healthy Minds app are a good place to start. And then from there, it, it, it's still a concern. That's the time to think about, OK, should I talk to a school representative or my GP, a school counsellor, perhaps, if the child's a little older? Uh, and And don't forget, it might be a situation where your own child might be involved in bullying too. And that deserves just as much attention. Derek, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. That was Derek McCormack. He's the director of the Raising Children Network and we'll put links to all those resources he mentioned in the notes of this episode. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Feed, Play, Love, a listener original podcast. If there's something you'd like to learn more about, email me at feedplaylove at sca.com.au. I'd love to hear from you. For more great kids and parenting podcasts, check out the Listener app. And don't forget to follow us. I'm Siobhan Hunt. See you next time.